Welcome to Voices, a podcast brought to you by the Seneca Valley School District. This is Jeff Krakoff. I'm with Bob Check, who is uh, principal of the senior high school. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So we're, we're ending the school year. Lots of things are happening. Graduation, closing down one year, starting to prepare for the next year. Um, tell me a little bit about the hiring needs of the school district and what the process is. Well, every year at about this time, uh, we have a tremendous turnover for one reason or another, our, our employees. You know, sometimes that's retirement. Sometimes that's uh, people that are taking a new path and we need to replace them. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we just have growth. We've had a lot of that and different needs within, in the district. And, uh, so all of that equates to, uh, we probably end up hiring somewhere between 30 to 50 people, depending on the year, every year. And, you know, we often think of education as a pretty stable, uh, career. You know, once you get into it, you pretty much stay in it for a long time. But what yeah. we found is that there is a little bit more turnover than, than you might think on the surface. Like I said, you know, we're hiring, um, we're hiring a lot of people every year for a number of reasons. Okay. So you said you're hiring somewhere between 30 and 50. Um, is that consistent or a typical year? Is it higher, lower than past years? Well, this is probably where it's it's leveled off. Uh, you know, when we were between 1995 and, and 2010, the district was growing at a, a higher rate. So maybe we were talking 30 to 30 teachers a year we were hiring. Yeah, right. Um, and, and we're not, uh, you know, our, our, our growth has leveled off a little bit. So we're not having as many additional new hires every year. Most of them are replacements, uh, but we still have some of those. And uh, we still have a lot of needs, even with our paraprofessionals and secretaries and support staff that we have to account for. Mm-hmm. So it has leveled off. And I think right now that that is probably a, a pretty steady number going forth. Unless okay. we see a huge jump in population. All right. Well, walk me through the process. You have a candidate or candidates for a position you know, from start to finish. What is the hiring process? So Seneca Valley uses pretty unique hiring process. And I think prior to Dr. Vital getting here, our superintendent, we basically got a folder of here's people that have applied for the job and as the principal or director of that department, whatever it may be, you look through a resume, see who you wanted to, uh, what resumes caught your eye, who do you want to interview, uh, you interviewed them. And if you liked them, then you said, okay, this is the person I'm going to hire. And there weren't a lot of protocols or procedures in place to make sure that we were vetting and properly giving um, looking at all of the candidates. So Dr. Vital, when she became human resources director, which was her job prior to superintendent, she brought in a, a system of that we are going to interview three-step process. So what we do is once you apply for a position here, you receive a, a screening interview. And that's basically a quick 
opportunity. It's a five question interview or five question process where really they're just surface level questions about you as a person. Why did you get into this field or why are you interested in this position? And, and, and maybe one question that gives us a little bit of depth as to uh, what, uh, what they may offer us as far as uh, performance in the job. Yeah. So what we do is everything is then score-based. So they receive a score, every answer gets a, a three for outstanding and then a two, one or zero as, as you go down the scale. And uh, typically, depending on where the scores fall, we take the top score. So if there was a lot of top performers, maybe that's, um, we're gonna take any 21, 20 and 19 candidates that scored that we will move them on to the second round. Sometimes we will go to an 18. It just depends on the number of candidates we have. We always want a healthy pool of candidates um, to interview. So once those that score the top, what we call the screening round, they then move to the second round. And the second round is usually um, with at least two people, usually the principal and the assistant principal or a director and the principal uh, depending again on what the job is. Mm-hmm. So once we get into that interview, that's about 13, 14 questions. And we've maneuvered that over time uh, based upon the questions. That's a more in-depth process of, okay, we know you belong in this, this job, uh, in this um, category. Now, do you belong at Seneca Valley? And so we will get into a more more depth of questioning uh, as far as education and um, in some of your processes in the classroom or in your paraprofessional, uh, how you would support different situations in that role. Uh, so we, we get into those questions. And then once again, we score that. And everybody from that round, uh, that I believe is a, about a 36, I think is a top score you can get there. So you say, may say anyone with a 30 or above is now going to go to the final round. And um, so with that, you average your scores. So I may really like someone, but whoever I'm interviewing with, they may see something or vice versa. So we really try to get a lot of different perspectives on a candidate and um and so by the time they've interviewed, they may have interviewed with four or five different people have heard their answers. So the top scores in the second round then go to the third round. And in that third round, you either have a director like the director of special education or an assistant superintendent of either secondary or um, elementary, depending on your level, or possibly the superintendent, depending on the job. So once that occurs, uh, we have another interview which goes in into either even greater depths of now we're looking for some specific examples in a number of specific situations that you may be in in that job. How would you react to this? What would you do here? What philosophy on this? Um, What sets you apart from some of the other candidates as far as that execution part of the job? So it's a very thorough process. And in some of the questions, there may be a question or two that repeats throughout because different people are in the interviews, but the majority of questions are layered so that uh, that candidate has gone through a a depth of questions the entire time that uh, really 
allow us to get to know the candidate because it's 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 a tricky business of you know trying to hire someone without seeing a performance right and just right. based upon how they answer so we're hoping that 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 through that process it's thorough enough that uh we know what we're getting at the end okay well not only can you not see them perform in the job but with COVID 19 sometimes you know over the past year you're not even be able to see them in person how, how has that changed your process and what technology are you relying on so yeah that's a great question and we we came upon this last spring as you know we were ending the school year and typically we begin to start the hiring process in late april and may by identifying what we need in buildings and uh, we do try to start that early because we know we don't want to wait till the end of August to hire everybody because maybe some of the better ones have been picked over. They've already accepted jobs somewhere else. So we start this very early. So last year as we started, we said, how are we going to interview when we don't, you can't even come into buildings? And we weren't sure how safe that was. So we went to an entirely virtually format last year or virtual format last year. Uh, everything happened either a lot of the screenings that we did the first round, which is typically a 15 minute interview. Uh, a lot of those happened over phone. Uh, you can still get a pretty good feel for someone over sure. a phone conversation. And, uh, and then the other two, the building level and the, um, the final uh, central office level interview, all of those happened over Zoom. So, uh, and what we found is that that was uh, somewhat convenient for our candidates because especially um, some candidates are still finishing a school year at the end of May, mm -hmm. early June when we're starting to interview. And uh, it's not always practical for them to leave a half a day or to drive to Seneca Valley. They may be from out of state. We have a lot of people that still uh, re request employment here from Virginia and Maryland. Okay. Um, and so a lot of, so that sometimes is difficult for them to attend to. So what we found was this was really convenient for a lot of ways. And, and we did not feel that the interview was compromised um, and that, that, it, that it worked. Now, I do think going forward, um, what we've decided is we're going to continue to do that first round either over the phone or through zoom. And then the second round is depending on the situation, it may be verbal, but then we're going to go back to face to face for a third round. Um, and I don't think it wasn't because it didn't work. I think people are still more comfortable with the face to face. Sure. And, uh, but if we can't do that, then, um, you know, we can certainly still use a, a Zoom format. And I know in the past, uh, prior to the pandemic, I think we'd used a Zoom format for one candidate who's now an assistant principal that got the job and we never saw or saw him live. Mm -hmm. And that made everyone nervous because that was the first time that had ever happened. Right. But now if we had to do that again, it's, it's just a tool in our box that we can use because uh, we want to make sure we're getting the best candidates. And if if the best candidate is Maryland and can't get here on a Thursday because of some reason or another, sure. we don't want to lose that candidate for that reason. Got it. Got it. So that's uh, that's how that has changed. 
So I'm sure you're even, you know, post pandemic, you have some lessons learned from Zoom and other technology that, that they still have a place and will always have a place. So if I'm a candidate and I want to see what's available and when and what I need to do, uh, where would you point me? So if you go to the district website and our human resources page, we use a, a program called Talent Ed. And every candidate that wants to uh, possibly be employed at Seneca Valley must fill out an application on Talent Ed. And that goes through all of your personal information that we would need. Uh, it goes through the jobs that you're looking for. It is a place where you can load all of the documents. As, as we know in education, you've got to have a lot of clearances uh, before you can work in a school. There's, there's a, a number of them now that you need, uh, including your traditional, traditional documents, such as a resume and a cover letter, letters of recommendation. Uh, all of those can be uploaded to Talent Ed so that we're not uh, dealing with a lot of paper files anymore. You know, it used to be, you know, um, candidates would come in and they would hand you Here's my cover letter, here's my resume, here's my portfolio. All of that is done electronically now. So we don't, uh, 15 minutes before an interview, I can pull their file. I can right. look at everything right there and, and figure out, um, you know, a little bit of a context to this interview and where they're coming from. So, you know, and certainly we have to go back and check transcripts and, um, and certificates uh, to make sure that, you know, we're getting someone that, that is qualified for the job that we're going to offer. But all of that is done through Talent Ed. And then our human resources department, what they do is even for us to interview candidates, uh, they will go through and organize it for us. So, okay, here are 25 people that have applied for this position. And here's who you need to screen. And then we resubmit everything back to human resources. And all of that goes through Talent Ed. All the scores are recorded in uh, Talent uh, It's actually the interview templates are within Talent Ed. Okay. So we, so as, as need candidates right are talking, uh, as candidates are talking to us, we are typing normally so that we're recording all answers. Okay. So that at the end, we know exactly, okay, they said this here, they said this, um, this is why we're giving them the score that we have. And again, there's multiple people in every interview except the screening so that, um, you, you know, you've got to you've got to play to the audience and uh, it's a strenuous process for our candidates. But that's what we do is they would go to talent. Ed. OK, that's great. So last question. A year ago, it was not a good time for anybody in any industry to be looking for a job. But here we are. What are you hearing? What are you anticipating from a supply demand? You know, so many industries are saying we can't find people. What's the talent pool out there for teachers and administrative folks and paraprofessionals? It is. That's a, it's a it's a tough question because there are candidates, and I would like to say Seneca Valley really wants the best candidates for these jobs. They want the best people serving the kids of our community. And so there are times where we may have interviewed 15 people and for a particular job, and we just don't find 
uh, we may not find a suitable candidate for that job. And that doesn't mean then, well, we just take the, the, the best of, the, of that group that was average. We'll reopen the position and go back and start screening more people. Okay. So we've had to do that a lot um, over the course of the year. It's not a, um, you, know, you know, sometimes you find a great candidate or sometimes you have three great candidates. Uh, you know, I know we, we still struggle getting math candidates. We struggle with tech ed candidates, you know, those that are in the industrial arts, um, family and consumer science, paraprofessionals, you know, we, we still struggle to find all them. And, and luckily so far, we've been able to fulfill all our jobs um, and all the opportunities, but it, it is, it's getting more difficult. And, and we've seen even with special education, the number of applicants isn't as great anymore. Mm, okay. If, you know, about, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, even the state of Pennsylvania, um, they, they a lot of teachers and uh, a lot of districts quit hiring. And so high school graduates at the time didn't go into education. So I think a lot of school of educations and colleges are numbers. Okay. So I don't think it's going to get any easier in the near future. I think it's going to be difficult to, to hire. All right. Well, thanks for all the great information. If anyone's interested, obviously go to the Seneca Valley School District website. Uh, Bob Check, thanks so much. And you're going to have a busy summer ahead, I'm sure. Good luck finding those uh, great candidates. All right. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate your time. All right. Take care.